a counselor gathered uh, some women together and this counselor was talking with these women about uh, kind of the challenges of social media, how that gets in the way of kind of expressing love and sometimes we just presume it. We just presume the love is there. And so uh, this counselor said to all the women, take out your cell phones and text your husbands right now. Say, honey, I love you. So they all took out their phones and they texted, honey, I love you. And then responses came back and they passed around their phones. And these were the responses to this presumed expression of, honey, I love you. The first one was, who is this? <laughs> From Chicago, it's the Old St. Pat's Podcast, a show that highlights weekly reflections from Old St. Patrick's Church. What presumptions do you make in your life? Do you presume your loved ones know exactly how you feel? Do you presume you have all the answers? These questions make us stop and realize that people can't read our minds. We have to voice our feelings, questions, and anxieties in order for us to share in our vulnerabilities, to know that we all don't have it all together all the time, and that is okay. Today, we pull from our archives to reflect on presumptions. And in this episode, Father Hurley reassures you that despite worries, struggles, and uncertainties, you are always welcome home. I couldn't imagine writing this letter. I couldn't even imagine having to write it. And this letter came in the mail to me, and it came from a young guy who uh, I met only once. And he reminded me in this letter that we uh, met, and this is, the, uh, this is the letter he wrote. He said, Dear Father, I hope this letter finds you well. I'm writing to ask a favor. This previous Lent, you offered me the Sacrament of Reconciliation, and I told you that I was deploying to Afghanistan. I am finishing our pre-deployment work up on the East Coast right now, and we will be downrange very soon. Before getting into Afghanistan, I wanted to make sure that I have all my bases covered. I do not want my family to worry any more than they need to. So I was hoping that I could leave these last special instructions with you. In this worst case scenario, my family knows how to reach you. While I obviously plan on coming home, I want to be prepared just in case. Hopefully you will never have to pass on these instructions and you can just throw them out when you see me at Mass again next August. In the event I do not make it home from Afghanistan, it is my wish to have my funeral at Old St. Patrick's Church and to be buried with my brothers and sisters at Arlington National Cemetery. Early in 2018, one of my old professors from U of I passed away. Being a deacon, he planned his own funeral as one last message to all of his former students. I would like to do the same. And then he writes down, Funeral Mass, Old St. Pat's, with Hurley presiding. He mentions the pallbearers, his processional hymn, the first reading, what it is and who's reading it. Psalm 23, to be sung. The second reading, and who's reading it. The gospel, the prayers of the faithful, and who writes them and who, who reads them. The servant song at communion. A communion reflection, take me out to the ball game. <laughs> a eulogy, and then a recessional hymn of amazing grace on the bagpipes. 
from Captain Kevin of the United States Marine Corps. I couldn't imagine writing this. I don't know how a young man in his mid-twenties writes something like this. Because my presumption is this kid's a warrior. This kid's tough. This kid presumes he's going to come home. But isn't it wild and isn't it intimidating to think we got to write our last instructions? The vulnerability, the fear, the unknown. But we're so presumptuous. We're always presumptuous. And we presume that we're tough and we're strong and all will be okay. I think in many ways, presumption gets at the heart of all of us. I think it's kind of what's going on in this text, that there's this presumption going on. Presumption, at least of the young man who asked Jesus, hey, will just a few of us be saved, you know, like us good guys? And it's a presumption, and Jesus is going to kind of squelch the presumption. Don't presume. Because it's not about some guarantees. It's not about being the prettiest or the brightest or thinking that we have it all together. A presumption. I was with uh, somebody, they told me a story this week, and uh, a counselor gathered uh, some women together, and uh, these women who are all married, and this counselor was talking with these women about uh, kind of the challenges of social media and uh, how, we, how that gets in the way of kind of expressing love, and sometimes we just presume it. We just presume the love is there. And so uh, this counselor said to all the women, take out your cell phones and text your husbands right now, say, honey, I love you. So they all took out their phones and they texted, honey, I love you. And then responses came back, and they passed around their phones. And these were the responses to this presumed expression of, honey, I love you. The first one was, who is this? <laughs> the second one was, what happened to the car? <laughs> the third one was, how long is your mother coming to stay with us? And the fourth one was, I thought we made an agreement not to drink during the day. <laughs> we get so presumptuous. Jesus is going to say, don't be so presumptuous. You think it's all about a front door entrance? Well, what I read, and somebody inspired me by this, is that Jesus is working the back door. Jesus is working the back door of the kingdom. And in the back door of the kingdom are all of those who don't feel they have it all together. Coming in the back door are all those who might feel ashamed to enter through the front door. Coming through the back door are those who are the broken. Those who are on the margins. Those who perhaps don't presume so much. Coming through the back door are those who perhaps struggle to believe in God. Coming through the back door are those who have lots of questions and lots of fears and anxieties. And they're struggling. They're struggling in faith. They're struggling with purpose. They're struggling in relationships. And Jesus said, and God will know them. I know them. We don't know the ones who put on the pretty face, but I know the ones who struggle. And those are the ones who probably will try to come in through the back door. 
A friend of mine told me a story about um, he was playing softball when he was younger here in Chicago, 16 in softball. He loved it. And uh, he was playing third base in this particular game many years ago. There was a play at third base. And there was a runner coming in to slide at third base, and the ball was, uh, uh, was thrown to the third baseman. And he grabbed the ball, of course, and he goes down to make the tag. And this was back in the days when guys wore metal cleats. And this runner slid into the bag, and his metal cleat went into the thumb of this third baseman. The third baseman, wanting to be so tough, decided to stay in the rest of the game, and after the game thought maybe it'd be a good idea to go to the emergency room, so he goes to the emergency room. And the doctor looks at his screwed up thumb that has a cleat mark in it, and he said, if you don't mind me asking, why in God's name did you play the rest of the game? To which this person said, because sometimes you just got to play hurt for a while. Sometimes you just got to play hurt for a while. Seems to me that as we gather tonight with this text, it seems sometimes we play hurt for a while. It's not always easy. We don't always have it together. We can't be so presumptuous that we do. We're always on the journey. We gather at this table in our tradition because we come to sharing broken bread, not whole bread, broken bread, to remind us of our own brokenness and our own struggles and the fact that we don't always have it together. And that's okay. Because there is the risen one who stands at the back door waiting for us. And he knows us. And he loves us. And he will always welcome us home. Time now for announcements and events. Enjoyed what you heard today? You now have a chance to sit down with Father Hurley and have an in-person conversation with him over dinner at the Sarah Center on Wednesday, October 23rd at 6.30 p.m. For all the details and to get your ticket, visit oldstpats.org. Do you ever think about how to hold strong to your values while growing professionally? Join the First Friday Club of Chicago as they welcome Edward J. Waymer, founder, president, and CEO of Wintrust, on Friday, November 1st, to discuss faith at work. The talk will take place at the Union League Club of Chicago over lunch. Tickets are available at firstfridayclubchicago.org events. Mark your calendars now. The next After 5 event is on November 10th. All OSP Next events are easy ways to expand your network in Chicago. Bring your friends and meet new young adults at Old St. Pat's over drinks and food. We'll meet in Hughes Hall after 5 p.m. Mass on Sunday, November 10th. See you then. Thank you for listening to the show this week. The homily was originally given at the 5 p.m. Mass on Sunday, August 25, 2019 by Father Tom Hurley. For all the info about the organizations mentioned in today's episode, a full list of our live events, and free parking information, visit our new website at oldstpats.org. To stay up to date with new episodes, please follow us on Spotify. Find us on Twitter at Old St. Pat's Chicago and on Instagram at Old St. Pat's. I'm Kate Anderson. You've been listening to the Old St. Pat's Podcast.